Hey, what's up, guys? Chief here. Another edition of Who's Your Caddy? Uh, just getting through the normal stuff. Five stars if you can. Uh, I'm pretty sick right now. You can, you'll hear uh, some sporadic coughs, <coughs> like that one. Uh, <laughs> kind of recovering uh, from a couple trips down and back to Florida. Uh, just can't fully recover, so wanted to be here regardless. Being that it is the fifth major, uh, whatever you can do to help this out would be great. Like I said, uh, giving us a nice rating. Sharing it on social media, Twitter, Appalachian Golf's so normal account. That's breaking news, everything else. And then Appalachian underscore Chief, that's my account. Appalachian underscore Liam. We'll be giving out our, our best plays that we think for the week. Again, trying to keep this fun, trying to keep this the humorous uh, to some regard. Hopefully, it's funny for you guys uh, rather than being so serious with it. So check out the website. We've got some new cool gear on there. We're getting ready to release some new polos. Use code POD15, 15% off everything indefinitely. Make sure to check that out and just support us wherever you can. Again, we're doing this for fun, uh, but we need to at least try to make this profitable in some capacity to keep it going in our free time. So uh, without too much further ado, we'll just give you a quick reminder about the very cool. I uh, just got another one in the mail the other day. Polar Golf. Very, very interesting, cool concept, magnetic head covers and really nice too. sleek, classy, uh, good, good fellows, as we say, from uh from Long Island out here. So make sure to support them. And then I'm just going to go through, I'll give you my favorite plays from each tier. Um, doesn't seem like there's too much of a weather situation, which is nice, uh, unlike last year. So uh, I'll go through, I'll give you some, uh, maybe some things you haven't heard yet after listening to your normal research. And then before you know it, they'll be teeing off early uh, Thursday morning out there in Jacksonville. So uh, here we go, polar golf, and then we'll dive right in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blayton Golf. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a quick reminder about Polar Golf, an innovative take on golf head covers. Very cool product here. All head covers come with a magnet built into the cover so you can safely store it while you hit your tee shot. Hang it from your irons or from your cart. Doesn't matter. Anything metal it'll attach to. Just simply remove the head cover, place the Polar Golf logo onto any magnetic metal surface, and let it hang while you hit. Polar Golf's head covers not only look great, but help you keep track of your head covers too, so you never lose them again. I know that's something I always worry about on the course after I hit, you know, where did the head cover go? Did it fall off the cart? What am I doing with it? Um, so this thing really solves that problem for you. Check them out on Instagram by visiting at polar.golf, that's P-O-L-A-R, like polar bear, or on their website at polargolfusa.com. Okay, so here we go. If you remember last year, Cam Smith, who said he might even come by to watch as he lives next door to the course, I doubt we see that uh, due to the whole lift controversy, but he won in dramatic fashion, uh, had a nice little push, as he called it, stuck it to uh, five feet on 17, made birdie. That I believe went in the water in 18, but still save a bogey and one. His mom and sister were behind the 18th green. Uh, that's a beautiful image. Unfortunately, uh, many things have transpired since then, so he won't be back this year. Uh, but still got a loaded, absolutely loaded field. I mean, biggest purse in the game. Not going to get into all the other drama going on. Just want to analyze the best plays, in my opinion, uh, this week. So if you want to get a full write-up, uh, that's my blog post on blatantgolf.com. I'll try to do one per major, this being what I consider to be a major level event. Um, kind of give my full insight and thoughts. But for this, just want to kind of filter through what I've heard so far, a little ownership, 
uh, just just my musings on things, and hopefully that helps you guys to at least uh, get a couple of nice plays in uh, come Sunday. So, I mean, right at the top, Rombo. You know, I don't know what happened uh, at Bay Hill over the weekend. Uh, really, after first round leader Friday, absolutely blacked out coming home Thursday. It was seven under, I believe, and then the shit kind of hit the fan Friday and, and throughout the weekend. So I'm not sure. Maybe he's just working on some things. Very rare, though, to see that from him. Uh, and at first was thinking, you know, uh, that could carry over this weekend. It might. It definitely might. Again, extremely high variant course uh, with the wind, the danger on almost every hole. Pete dies, masterpiece. But more I thought about it. I, I just think there's a decent chance that Rom wins and, and potentially even wins comfortably. He's really been the best player heading above everyone else the last five or six months. Needs one of these. Got a U.S. Open, obviously, a Tory a couple years back. Um, but this is probably the best overall he'll ever be playing at this point in his career. So I think he is going to take advantage of it. If you remember, uh, I think it was back in 2019, he didn't listen to his caddy, went for it on 11, put it in the water on that par five out of the bunker. And that spelled disaster for him going forward. So I think he's ready to seek vengeance and uh i would be shocked if he wasn't lurking come sunday uh outside of him you know all the top guys are in pretty good form scotty rory of course has one here scotty not a great history but just such a solid player uh, i think the three of them are all paired together anyway and so they all should be fine but the guy i'm looking at uh, i know sir ben touted him as well as many other people It'll probably be relatively popular being these under 10k in DraftKings. But I think just above his BFF and similar no flaws in their game, Xander Shoffley, I think that Patrick Cantlay has a pretty damn good shot to win this tournament. Uh, he's sort of become a Pete Dye expert. We've seen him go deep low into the 60s out in the desert. Uh, travelers, he's just kind of there. Uh, doesn't matter the course, really. You know, think of him as a California kid, and he is. I'm sure he'll be ready for the Open a couple months time out at LACC, but you know, he's just transformed into such a great player over the last two or three years. He's so ready to win a big tournament. Uh, he may not be waiting till the U S open. So th this is a good chance for him. Great chance. Uh, again, was leader in the clubhouse seven under Sunday for a while at Bay Hill. Um, so I, I think this is a big one. You know, he is based in Jupiter on the East coast. And his, like I said before, his record on Pete Dye courses is just speaks for itself. It's immaculate. So I like, I like Cantlay. I just, if not Rom, I feel like he's next in line to win this this week. Uh, so I'll be heavy on him uh, across the board, top 10 parlays, DFS and otherwise. So like him after that, you know, I like Victor Hovland a lot too. He'll probably be a hump day hammer for me. Again, just missed out two years in a row now at Bay Hill in contention the whole time. You hear a lot about, you know, he you know, is around the green games terrible. Well, he was leading the Open Championship for most of the time last summer. So I think he's just fine around the greens. And he's such a preeminent ball striker. Uh, visions of Hogan when he swings that club off the tee and approaching the green. 8,900, big discount for him uh, at a big boy event. Kind of like him. I, I like starting. If you're going to go off Rom, I like a lot of lineups to start with Cantlay and Hovland. Um, you know, both in form, both skilled ball strikers to the highest order. And uh, I've shown that they can 
play well here uh, as well. So even if it's not the greatest record, especially for Cantlay, I think just they're playing so well right now, they're going to continue to improve and right into this week. You know, guy who has won here before and has just been – he found it again. It, it's so beautiful to watch Jason Day, 8,000 on DraftKings. You know, like I said, one here as I am, Scott. Like them both this week. I'll give Day the slight edge, though. He's just been playing more, and he's in such a good form right now. He's he's a killer, man. One of the best putters, one of the best around the green games on earth. Uh, you know, he, he's just, he just kind of has it all right now. And if the back's cooperating, you know, he can win anytime he tees it up. He's been due for a very long time, which is kind of a theme for me. Guys that have been due for a while, I think one of them will break through this week, if not Rom, of course. So I, I like him a lot. And then, you know, kind of... I, there's no one else that I'm going full bore hammer. I know Tom Kim makes a lot of sense. Quail Hollow, uh, Wyndham, you know, sure. Uh, first time here, though, this is a tip, difficult course to play for the first time. So I'd be careful. Chris Kirk, love the continuation play. Love the T-shirt he rocked. That was, seems like it was a little outside of his uh, persona, kind of a low-key guy, you know, bowed his demons, but he wore the Georgia Dogs t-shirt in uh, the parking lot the other day upon arrival that was a pretty baller move so him ricky of course would be great to see him win another one was watching his 2015 win with sergio and kiz uh you know what a great what a great tournament that was before all the shit hit the fan but you know of course you like those guys cam young's been playing really well look good last week i like him quite a bit he's in the eights let's see five yeah you know home of course been playing awesome jt won here two years ago so a lot, a lot of top guys are informed that we mentioned cousin harris english nice to see him popping back after the injury uh also had a putt to tie kirk kitayama amazing win last week at bay hill and then he took care of business i think it was on 17 he buried that part three kitayama did but cousin harris was right there and he's seven thousand again but he has a brutal track record here um so just beware i love him obviously as a family member of our uh, fantasy family tree but much like denny uh you know they're dangerous at times especially when they're chalky so i don't think they'll be that chalky the ownership will probably be spread out a little bit uh as it usually is this time of year uh when it comes to the major season you know a lot of these guys unless there's any real severe misprices, which i don't really see right now um so <coughs> excuse me see that cough uh, I'm hurting over here, but I'm trying to get through this with you guys because I do have a few more I want to give you. It'll be a short one today, but again, you got to research, kind of know who you want. This is a familiar course. We're going into the hump day hammer range, which would be mostly top values. Um, there's a few more I want to mention. Fleet and Hat, uh, excuse me, Fleetwood and Hat and Ty Hatton. That's kind of crazy to say. Again, the compatriots, the Brits, like them. Uh, Fleetwood's got a great, great scoring average here. Uh, I just, it's tough with him. I've wanted him to win for so long, as a lot of other people have, and just hasn't been able to come through. He's been close, you know, putting the water on that Honda Classic a couple of years back on 18. And now Ty Hatton, you know, played well again last week at Bay Hill. Not the greatest record here. Uh, again, can be a little erratic off the tee, which scares me. It scares me with Scotty a little bit too up top, um, but just elite from 100 and in and on the greens, uh, elite putters. So, I just think there's a lot of value. This pricing came out early uh, before the end of Bay Hill. So uh, there's like a few guys here that I really like, and then we'll do uh, some sicko specials after that. But Hump to Hammer, this is going to be value range, 7,000 is generally on DraftKings. Um, Adam Hadwin, phenomenal putter in general, had a great start to the season. We know his past experience at the Amex and Valspar, two similar 
difficult Bermuda tracks, the Amex being a Pete Dye course. I uh, just think that he's 7,100, the way he's been playing so far this year. Um, kind of been quiet, took a little break the last couple of weeks, uh, but was fine last time out. Uh, so I, I think that Hadwin's uh, could be a sneaky little play at 7,100. After that, um, let's see, I'm just looking here. Bum, bum, bum. There's a few guys as we go lower. Let's see, we'll give you, we'll do three more here, all around the same price. Okay, 7,500, Keegan Bradley. He's going to have to be Uncle Keegan now. Again, our, our local connection to Wheatley Hills, a St. John's guy. Shout out, Matty P. Uh, but we just love him. He's been playing great. Saw an interview on Twitter uh, yesterday saying it's kind of the first week in a while where he's gone on into the practice Monday of the week and just didn't really have anything specifically he felt that he had a problem with, whether it was previously a certain club in his bag or a mental thing. He just sounded great. And, you know, had a had a shaky start to Bay Hill, but made it through and then battled through and had a great a great finish to the tournament. Um, so he just had a great, great time overall this year, won the Zozo and the swing. So I, I think Keegs, who has a great record here as well, despite his erratic nature, it's mostly on the greens for him. Ball striking, not a problem. Same for Mad Dog Mitchell, 7,400. Uh, I mean, just again, I've been waiting to, to hammer Mad Dog Mitchell here for a couple months now, honestly. Play Grand in the West Coast, Pebble, Riv, just T20 machine, 7,400, back on Bermuda, won the Honda Classic, another difficult Florida course a couple years back. He's been ready for a big win now uh, for a little while. So he's probably my favorite guy. You know, again, we like him. It's funny. He's a family member, Georgia Dogs, Mad Dog, this and that. But really love his game overall. And uh, I think a top five is, is definitely possible here. We've seen a lot of mid-tier winners here. A lot of the top guys, no matter what, there's going to be a few guys that are going to implode um, just with the danger uh, present at Sawgrass. So if you see a guy in the mid to 50 to 100 to 1 to win, I, I think Mad Dog Mitchell is prime opportunity. And last guy is another ball striking aficionado based in Florida, but he's a Canuck, and he had a great start to Bay Hill and then teetered off uh, towards the end, which is kind of his MO, but he is due for a big win soon. He's lurked at Augusta and many other places. Uh, and again, one of the best ball strikers in the world just has to figure out that putter. Uh, one of these weeks, it will click. Same price as Mad Dog, 7,400. Corey Connors, um, again, just looked great overall. Bay Hill had a couple bad holes Sunday, um, but just a guy that very likely to at least be poking his head around. Could see him making the cut and maybe going low Saturday morning on moving day and getting himself right in contention yet again at a big event. So, like him, and then we'll end it off with our sicko specials, of course. Just a few guys below 7K on DraftKings that I like. Um, good T20 numbers on these guys. Wouldn't go complete hammer on them. Again, difficult course, few younger guys. But saw Davis Riley kick it back into the gear. Uh, coming back east, that's all it takes. Just a little home cooking for some of these guys. He had a new caddy also. Ended up uh, firing the low round. Was leading the clubhouse for a while Sunday at Bay Hill. So 6,500, again, this pricing came out. He'd probably be, I'd say he'd probably be more like seven or seven, two. Uh, but 6,500 being that the price was released before he moved himself into contention at Bale. Uh, really like Davis Riley yet again. Uh, Trey Mully, Trey Mullinax, saw him at Shinnecock back in uh, 2018. Big dude, really hits the piss out of the ball. and has been playing really well the last year, sneakily. Um, kind of was uh, hanging on to his tour car, and then just something clicked, and especially on some of these uh, coastal, Bermuda Drax in Hawaii and elsewhere. Um, Trey Mully's been lurking, and he lurked again at Bay Hill. So 
some of these guys that, that showed they could play at Bay Hill, one of the hardest courses uh, in the world, no reasons not to do a continuation play this week into Sawgrass. I, I think, I mean, again, and there's a few of them. So I don't think the ownership's going to be like too out of control. It never is in general at major level events. Um, so a few more guys, Ty Duncan, 6,400. He's found something. They had a T3 at the Honda. Difficult course again in Florida. They spoke about it in one of his post rounds. I remember listening to on Golf Challenge. Just say, you know, he's been working really hard and just a couple things clicked in his practice sessions uh, over the winter. And he's translated that to some really good golf so far this year. So Tyler Duncan, 6,400. Then we got our Paisano, Francesco Molinari, 6,400. Trying to pull a Justin Rose uh, at Pebble a few weeks back, maybe get a surprise victory here. He's had a great record here, of course. Uh, up and down record, actually, but uh, of course, a great record. And he looked good again last week. He plays well at the courses he plays at. Didn't work at Riv, even though he was a member there when he moved to L.A. Uh, but, you know, he's got, I think, three or four top tens here and was 14th last week at Bay Hill. So, I, I mean, I think it's worth it with the Ryder Cup in Italy upcoming. Uh, I think it would be wise to at least sprinkle uh, Francesco. Maybe not Pepper, but a sprinkle for sure. And then last two guys I'll mention here, Steven Yeager. Um, just the – you know, Johnny Rat told us if he gets that driver in play, he's going to be scoring at will. Um, nice around the green game. Comes down to the putter with him. But playing some really good golf. Uh, again, had a nice nice turnout for us at uh, at the Honda a couple weeks back. So, again, hard course, ready, I think. Uh, dangerous, but ha has had some serious lurks between Corn Ferry and here over the last two years. Um, and just really good ball striker, 6,500. And then the last guy is a guy who uh, – course had success here years back and has seems like he's found something he's always going to be uh, up and down which is why we call him david the wild lingworth 6200 uh romeo this one's for you of course so one of our guys here over the years has you know went through a very dark stage in his career as a lot of players do uh his outfits are almost as bad as hideki's but he's a good guy a short guy, short king, we'll say, but man, he hit the ball really well, and he loves Florida for whatever reason. I guess he must have a, a U.S. base here, um, but just playing well again, the Florida swing, and even through uh, the early start of the season, we've seen him pop a few times now. He's popped in the Amex, another Pete Dye course. So, I think Lingworth sixty-two hundred to polish off some of these ROM lineups could be a really nice way to uh, end your week. So. Uh, I'm pumped. Uh, you know, yes, of course, we'd like to have the little guys, but outside of Cam Smith, no one else I'm really totally missing. DJ, I guess, Brooksy, whatever, but I'm, I'm kind of like forgetting about these guys. There's too many good other players in the PGA right now to really be worried about them. Hopefully they work it out. I think they will now and again, but uh may not be till next season. So curious to see what happens with the rest of the majors. Obviously, they won't be here this week, but great field indeed. I think, I, listen, Rom is, we're putting him in a separate category based on his game right now. But I'm going to say the other three guys, four guys that could win this, straight up win. Mad Dog Mitchell, Jason Day, good boy Victor Hovland, and let's see. I'm going to give. I'm gonna go off the wall here. I think if he catches a hot putter, I think Adam Hadwin could make some serious noise this week. Call me crazy, but we'll see what happens. So, uh listen golf season's coming absolutely gorgeous day up here on Long island uh sunny uh, the sun is coming beth page is near try to get out there with some of you guys this year dm us uh you could do a live studio show if you're nearby you know who you are. i would love to see you in studio uh at the blatant headquarters here in Plainview. so thank you guys for listening uh and of course as always take that aim 
as Uncle Harvey, great Uncle Harvey taught us, rest in peace. Uh, and for this week at Sawgrass, let's just enjoy the show. And as always, B-O-L.